Sonic Men in the Ring. Round two. <laughs> Round two episode. It's going to be episode 15, I think. Sweet. Right. Um, so, embracing the process. Or part two. Yeah, we went from seasons to process within seasons to like not rushing the process. It's kind of like the last trajectory of our last two. Um, Where do you want to start? Well, (laughs) so at about like 12 episodes in, um, Matt and I have been recording this podcast for, well, shoot, it was almost like six months by then. Not quite. But um, we just recently kind of tried to throw it out there um, to get more listeners just because we didn't like try hard at first. Um, and really that our primary goal, I like to refocus occasionally. Our primary goal for this podcast is just for Matt and I to like be better friends to each other. So we're committing to each other to like spend time together, which is really hard to do nowadays. You know, life goes by and you lose touch with friends or, you know, as close as you'd like to be. So that's the primary goal of this podcast, which has worked really. We're continuing to carve out time each week to hang out. And the second part is like to, kind of like be a support for each other and to actually grow in life together like not just you know be you know not just spend time but also push each other a little bit to get better which I know I've definitely have grown just talking about a lot of the things we've talked about yeah it's been good and I go back and listen and be like oh yeah that's a good point that we made and like and sometimes you have a lot of head knowledge. Like, you know, I've been in mental health industry. I'm no longer in there. I'm, I'm a, I'm a meager delivery boy nowadays, but, um, so you have some head knowledge of mental health field, but like sometimes don't necessarily put it into practice, you know? So it is good to remind yourself of like, Oh, this is what I know what I should be doing. Let's go ahead and do that. Um, so that being said, um, one of the guys at, that I asked to listen to uh, the podcast, because we asked it like a friends and family, just, you know, share it with people you know, take a listen. If, you, if it's not for you, whatever, but if it is, go with it and share it with somebody who could benefit. One guy I asked, you know, critiqued it. Or he's like, what do you think about it? What's a critique that you have for it? I'm like, well, it's better than I thought it was going to be. Like, um, it's not something I would, oh, oh, this is the whole point of this, me saying this whole stupid introduction is like, um, I told him, like, I wouldn't listen to it. (laughs) I would not listen to it. The whole point is, I hate the process. Like, part of it is because of me being burnt out and just being emotionally drained as from helping people for so many years as a social worker that I've just got nothing left and I don't want to, like, address any issue whatsoever, hardly. 
like I drive around as a delivery boy and like I listen to very strategic podcasts that make me laugh and have sports in them. Those are very strategic. Some podcasts have sports, some podcasts have laughs, some very few have sports and laughs on an intelligent, silly, stupid level that I like. So that's what I like. And I would, so that going back to trusting the process or going, you know, or being okay with going through difficult things. Like I hate that. Like I drive around, like purposely get my mind off of <laughs> things like by going, by, by watch, you know, listening to, you know, goofy, um, fun stuff. Um, and like, yeah, I call, I told him I probably wouldn't, I, I would definitely wouldn't listen to this podcast, but I probably, I should now that I have listened back to some of the things Matt and I've been talking about, it actually does help me. So this, this whole idea about Matt and I doing this podcast is helping me like address or at least be in a process. Um, so I appreciate you dragging that out of me, buddy. Yeah. I was just thinking about one of the episodes I listened to back about being offended. Remember, like, two weeks later, like, I had an opportunity to be super offended. <laughs> you know? I remember you texting me about that. I think I, think I text back, get offended. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, um, but just, like, really thinking about it and, like, oh, it, like, it really, like, thinking about it and letting it go and not being offended, even though I really could have been like that's process. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. Right. Right. Um, Right. Right. Yeah. One. So part of um, that, that was great right there. Um, process singing about marriage <laughs> as a process as a processor Oof. you know yeah um just as we took a break between last episode and this episode just how marriage is a, a refiner and a process that man that's what I tell my young my young buddies that get married or are about to get married, looking to get married. I said it'll clean your it'll clean your act up because you have to you have to be better or else you're gonna be on your face a lot. Yep. It, it, man. Oh, but just marriage, man. It it's it's hard to. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. it's uh the best of times as well but it, i mean it it'll it'll make you grow up it's one of the few things in life that makes life make sense it's like oh okay this is worth fighting for and it makes life feel like fulfilled to some degree um but man it is hard yeah, very hard. Yeah. 
Well, but, it, go ahead. But it's worth it. You know, like people get married and they end up getting divorced within a year or two. And that's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but if you can make it, it, so if you get married, if two people get married one day, like two couples, not two people, but like if you have couples and they both are going through really hard times and one gets divorced at two years, mm-hmm. if you waited, if you come back and measured at five years, the person that's stuck together is typically happier in all around life than the person that got divorced. I guarantee you. So there's... On average, I guarantee you. There's a process that either you make it through or you don't. Like, you either learn and grow and and learn to be together, which, think about it, you got two individuals coming together to be one couple, one individual, like one, right? Yeah. So... Everybody's like, when you're just one, it's pretty easy to be selfish because it's you. Right. (laughs) You know, but once you're married, like you don't have that option to be selfish anymore. I mean, you can, but you're going to get your ass beat. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be rough. You either learn not to be or stick it out. Go through hard times. Yeah. I know in my own life, like, it refined me quite a bit. It did for me, too. Yeah. It's it's good for you to think of someone other than yourself, you know? Yeah. I'm actually, my kids are a little bit older now where, um, like, I'm kind of a, a little bit out the other side where not 105% of my time is devoted to someone else. Like, I'm figuring out just a little bit now, like, on a weekend, like, oh, shoot. There's a couple hours I can go do something that I want to do. It's like, wow, okay, sweet. And to give my wife and kids credit, there was a good long time there in the summers where I did get a, get to escape and play baseball. So that was a big, big deal. But aside from that, um, yeah, you're talking about uh, marriage and process. Like, just to be something that comes to my mind is like, it, when we were in marriage counseling, um, one of the things the counselor said, and he did a phenomenal job, I would recommend everyone do marriage counseling or individual counseling. Um, but he said that you don't fight enough. And I'm like, what? Like, I hate fighting with my wife. I don't like to see that process through. Like, I, I, I ain't down for it. You know, like, let's get back... But he's but he was right to some degree, like maybe we didn't fight enough to like work a process out and figure some things out, you know. And that that's actually my fault because I I like peace. I don't I don't like the drama of fighting. Half the time fighting is just like a whole bunch of like swinging in the air, a waste of time and breath. I'd rather just work stuff out, but actually f- some sort of fighting to work out an issue is better than not working an issue out at all. So that's part of a process. Yeah. I think it'd be important to understand fighting in that context. Like you're not punching your wife clearly. 
Like, but like arguing your points. Right. And you're not being verbally abusive either necessarily. I don't think that was what he was saying either, but yeah, he said he wanted, you know, at least some, yeah, maybe fighting is the wrong word. Some like, you know, I think that's kind of like the generic term of that fighting, but you know, just like, yeah. Hashing something out, you know? Yeah. It is a fight. I mean, it's a confrontation is what it is. Yes, exactly. Confrontation with selfish interests. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But need that need to be worked out, though. Well, a lot of times in a couple, in marriage, it's like, it's sort of self. It, it can be selfish, but sometimes, a lot of times, it's like, you're having a hard time articulate, articulating a, a fact that you're not meeting my need, you're not meeting my need, you know? <laughs> How do we do this, you know? while acting angry at each other and saying we care about each other at the same time. Cause like it, it is sort of an act of love to some degree to stand there and fight for your relationship. Cause the apathy or not caring or saying whatever, um, and not fighting for relationship is not love either. You know, um, I don't know how we got onto marriage. Marriage. I brought it up. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about the process and this, yeah. like, man, there hasn't been a bigger refiner process in my life as much as marriage. Well, let's talk about that just a little bit. So we're talking about the process, going through hard things, not rushing them necessarily, or, or at least not hitting the easy button and just getting out of them. So what are you able to talk about? at least in general terms, any type of process that marriage helped you go through? Um, that's a tough question. Uh, like learning to communicate. Um, you communicate like a man. Yeah. It's grunts, <laughs> smoke signals, <laughs> you know, um, for so it I probably needed to go to not probably I should have went to counseling individually long before that but I never I didn't know yeah like I didn't <laughs> there was a lot of things I didn't know or understand um yeah still learning but like even understanding depression or like my family system that I grew up in or just being able to wrap my mind around those things. Um, but through actually we went to marriage counseling as well, but it was it part of the process for me was developing trust and safety. Like I didn't trust anybody, <laughs> you know, um, not to the extent that I should have. Um, yeah. And I didn't feel safe. I just always assumed everybody would leave or run. Um, you know, and so, uh, so that's what I did. I chose to leave or do whatever, you know, um, was it like, and I remember, I remember different, but just learning to even commit, like we were already married 
you know, but really like I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop where like you're going to go back to old ways of running. Yeah, I figured she'd leave eventually. <laughs> I couldn't leave because I was in the Navy. <laughs> I was stuck there. <laughs> you know, but like I just was, I was pretty committed, but I was also. I suppose there's maybe a, a next level of emotional commitment that you're actually then investing then and then you're holding back at first. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't safe for me. And that's probably one of the bigger things. Like once I realized, like once my marriage became a safe place for me, that changed everything. Once I realized she wasn't going to go and I could say whatever I wanted to, and she wasn't going to leave. <laughs> like, Whoa. That's, that's, you know, that's a little crazy. Um, once I realized those things, um, I could share what was going on, what I was really thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, my wife would probably want more of that, but there's just not that much more going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, share more. What's going on in your heart? Like, that's it. Like, uh, you get uh, once a month, twice a month. <laughs> 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 you know, that's what I got. Um, you know, so. But, I mean, even, like, just looking at it, like. She married me when I was just an E5 in the Navy, like nothing. I didn't, all the training I had was just to be in the Navy. You know, I didn't have really any education or anything like that, but she, she was with me through it all. Interesting. And that's interesting. Um, Cause even in one of our earlier podcasts, which just occurred a month or so ago, one of your, we are talking about, I think it's called New Year's Revolution. We're talking about maybe writing down some goals, like physically writing them or typing them. And you talked about communication, still something you, you wanted to work on. So you're still addressing that process a little bit. Yep. <clears throat> so I'm getting better at it. So we, Actually, just talking about where we're at in the process, like we started having weekly meetings, like setting time aside to talk and connect with what the plans are for the week and what we need to get done. Yeah. And yeah. Well, I can only imagine that makes her feel like a lot more grounded and supported and like, I know my life, my wife loves to plan, drives me crazy, but, um, I just have to, you know, figure out how to respect that and, uh, and work with it, you know? So I'm assuming that it's, it just brings a comfort level to your wife as well. Yeah. Knowing what to expect a little bit, especially with all your army of children. Yeah. It's more of a team instead of. So you and her are more of a team. Yeah. 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 Uh, what else do you have to say about process? Um, the process. I don't know. I knew. I knew there was a little bit more I had to say for sure. But one of the, one of the ones I just wanted to be <laughs> be honest. You know what? I, like I, there's some part of me that hates the process so bad. It's like, come on, let's just get done with it. But clearly, I understand. Um. 
And you know, you know, one thing that helps trust the process is, is if it, you've been through it a time or two and then come out okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And this does boil back down to faith again, like we always come back to. Um, there's a Jesus, the people's false realities in their own brain are different than actuality, what is actual there. The actual Jesus and God of it all. Um, it's pretty not corny at, at all. It's cool as heck. Um, gives you the freedom to do some really fun and relaxed things, but also gives you the strength to overcome difficult things in life. So if you start understanding who that is, understanding that it's uh, that the God of the universe that brought our cells together and gave us purpose is actually going to help you through this process. Well, then you definitely more apt to embrace that process. If you have someone there to help you through it and you have some confidence that this process, this difficult time that feels painful, isn't just going to end you. It's going somewhere. It's producing something. It's progressing. Yeah, like I, I think I've said a couple of podcasts. I mean, my prayer for all of my friends is that they feel like, you know, one of my favorite prayers is to say, Lord, pick their chin up and help them to see your upward trajectory for them, you know. Because I know that some people, if you can't see that, that's rough. Especially if you're going through a rough time, if you can't see, maybe you can't see light at the end of the tunnel, but if you can see that there's an upward trajectory, a plan, or a, a way out a little mm-hmm. bit, then that adds a lot for uh, for feeling better. So, trust the process? I don't know. <laughs> Embrace the season, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, just look at yourself. Start understanding that some hard times are actually there in a real practical sense to force you to get the tools to get through those hard times. And once you get those tools, then you can build, you know, it's almost like leveling up in a video game. That's one of the cool things I when I play when I started playing video games again with my kids, all these level ups, they actually made you like forced you to um, get good with this crappy gun. Like, this is sucks. This guy hits me with two shots and I'm dead. I got to hit him with like eight. You know, it's like, what's going on? I'm already suck at this. Well, it forced you to have like good gun game control, you know, and then you leveled up. And then by, by the time you're getting better, then you had, then you could get better guns or, you know, you get, but it, it really, that, that, that leveling up process in a gun game is like very similar to like life. Life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, tell some people uh 
Yeah, I'm not very good at leveling up in video games, but I'm pretty good at life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Make sure you know where you're leveling up at. Like, right. Uh, All right, well, speaking of leveling up at life, we uh, appreciate you, Matt, for, like, being part of this process and, um, in my life, leveling up going through processes so as a listener I encourage you to get in the ring face issues that are difficult challenge you to understand that there's a god that'll support you in that and get in the ring let's go